Hey guys, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. We're here for our MCU coverage. Uh, very interesting podcast we're going to have tonight. We're talking about What If Episode 4, but there's five of us, and three of us are in the same room. We got Josh, Gabe, JJ, and Will, uh, and I, we're going to talk about this Doctor Strange episode. So what were your guys' uh, thoughts on the episode? I can start. All right. I loved that uh, we got a Marvel thing that didn't have a happy ending because um, that so often does not happen. Um, and Benedict Cumberbatch played up the two opposing sides of himself really well. I like this darker take on Doctor Strange in general. Um, don't know how much like I buy into the fact that he was that attached to um, Christine from right. what we got in the movie. Um, but like, I was going to attribute that to the fact that this is a Doctor Strange from another universe. Mm-hmm. So that relationship was probably different. But overall, I, I love this episode. Yeah, I, I agree with you, JJ, on that. Yeah, it was a bit interesting, but yeah, it is an alternate universe, so it, it makes sense that certain things would be different, so their attachment would definitely be stronger in this other universe. Um, all right, uh, Will, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, I really did like this episode. It was a much better episode than episode three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like JJ said, the darker tone to the episode was really nice. It's actually very surprised. Like Marvel's done like darker tones before, but this just seemed like a whole nother level compared to the other things they've done. And also the bad ending was a nice, you know, cherry on top for me. But I think the big highlight of it all and one of my biggest takeaways from it was just it was nice to just see like how powerful Doctor Strange can really be. And I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, it's just a nice way of showing off all of what Strange could be if, you know, he just did not have the morals that right. he actually did in the canon MCU universe timeline. But in that great episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely agree. I think Doctor Strange is just such a cool character. And really, if you give gave Strange, like, took away him being a hero like having those more that uh morality it just makes him able to do so much more um all right uh just <laughs> gabe moves his chair i had to switch spots <laughs> <laughs> all right gabe you want to you want to go next with your impressions <laughs> it was pretty good um i i can't really remember much of it i remember there was a lot of fighting um, yeah, I was on my phone a lot, but, <laughs> um, I thought that, like, it seems much more concerned with, like, telling, like, a steady story as opposed to the first three episodes, just kind of expediting the process. Um, it just felt more, like, more, had more quality, like, closer to the movies or TV, other TV shows even. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely agree about that, and definitely, yeah, in my opinion, a, a higher quality than what happened last week. But, um, Josh, your thoughts? Well, I don't know what the fuck Gabe was doing on his phone the whole episode, 
but um, while I was watching the show, um, <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts of the show was watching Christine Palmer die in like 37 different ways. They're like, yeah, no matter what, she's going to die. Because there's the one where it happened like four times where they never made it to the party. And she got hit by the Polar Express, which knocked them into the river. And then there's the one where she drove and she still got her shit rocked. And then there's the one where Strange took a different route. There's the one where they got shot in the pizza place. Yeah, yeah, she got shot. I'm like, well, I, I guess... And then there's also the one, I think my favorite one, because the last two were like, they made it to the party, but I guess she just fucking croaked. Heart attack. Floor. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> a random heart attack. Uh, yeah, sure. And then there's the one where Strange was like, I'm just not even going to pick her up. And then she fucking still <laughs> died. She died like a fire. And I was like, oh, well, at least Strange can have her ashes. The one was the best one, though. Yeah, random guy just walks in. He's like, oh, yeah, Doctor Strange is sitting across the table, but I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, but, sure. But they were just like, was he robbing the place, or did he just like... He just like, walked in like, I think that's a doctor. I'm going to shoot her ass. I was like, sure. But, yeah, that you was... You gave me the wrong prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she smiling in New York? Nobody's happy. And then he just shoots her. I'm like, okay. But, yeah, I really liked that. The episode is really, really good. I, obviously, I'm going to join the bandwagon of loving it more than episode three. Um, yeah, I just kind of, uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, so we'll get into it now. Uh, I guess my other impressions, I mean, yeah, I guess, um, I mean, I kind of shared them in responses to your guys' things, but, um yeah, great episode. Uh, Doctor Strange is like definitely rising up even more in favorite characters because of what he can do. Like it's it's crazy. Um, let's get into our uh, who's returned from this cast. We have of course Benedict Cumberbatch. We've got Benedict Wan as Wan, of course. Rachel McAdams as Christine. We got Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, and of course Jeffrey Wright from the past couple episodes as Watu the Watcher. Um, I guess from the, uh, past the MCU, like, I, uh, what did you think of, like, this, uh, I mean, this is the fewest cast members we've had returned so far, so. I didn't recognize Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. I thought that was someone else completely. Yeah. But it was pretty good. Pretty good cast. Yeah, there were, there were rumors of that Benedict wasn't reprising Doctor Strange in this, mm. in What If, but I guess, obviously, those were false. Mar- um, Marvel said, what if he did? <laughs> Uno reverse. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, is there anybody else, anybody, like, and is there anybody that you wish reprised their role in this episode from the rest of the MCU? I mean, I don't know. I thought they were, it was kind of typical. I mean, like, they, they brought the main pieces back. Right. It's like, it's not, I, th- I thought they were going to go by the direction of at first of, oh, you know, he teamed up with Dormammu at first or some shit. I don't know. But then they're yeah. like, nah, he beat Dormammu. And I'm just like, That okay. still happened regardless. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, so, all right, <laughs> let's see where this goes. Okay, cool. Which is interesting. Sorry, JJ, you can go. Oh, okay. Um, the only other character that I could see them have 
having reasonably brought back is Mordo. That's his name, right? Yeah, Chiwetel Ejiofor uh, uh, is his character. But That's I really name. didn't need that character, and like his absence hey, didn't you know bother me at all. Um, but like other than that, really, they have everyone that was important other than the villain. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Gabe knows Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> The antagonist and the yeah, first one. Oh, bless more, you. more, <laughs> Mordo, Mordo, the guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, the guy who at the end was like, oh yeah, you, you know, you and the ancient one use dark power from the dimension, dark dimension, and so I'm gonna dip. <laughs> I was hoping in this episode that uh, the ancient one would repri- uh, reprise her role of being dead. Because I did, my God, I, I am okay with her being gone. Because I, I, I like Tilda Swinton Tilda in this Swinton's role. Great. I'm not saying anything was wrong with her character. I just, you know, stay dead. I mean, I know the the controversy that when uh, was brought up when we talked about Doctor Strange, J.J. Will and I, and we did that movie, and we talked about the controversy of the Ancient One being whitewashed from the comics. Mm, yeah. So, um, but oh. I. I was just saying, well, I wish it was also that. Yeah, let's add, that, <laughs> let's add that as another reason, but for the main reason just being, I didn't I care she was pretty about cool, the Ancient though. One. Yeah. I thought she was pretty neat, though. She's not bad. Right. I just don't care about the Ancient One, because now we have, like, Doctor Strange with Sorcerer Supreme. I'm like, yeah, let's go with that guy. And then Tilda Swinton in this episode, they're like, yeah, she's the one that held the glue together. I'm like, she didn't hold shit together. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Get out of here, you old bitch. <laughs> what? what? Wizard. <laughs> wizard. <laughs> yeah, Wizard 101, and she's not the model to go after. All right, then. Um. All right, let's get into just, like, the major points of the episode. So, I mean, we kind of, Josh has already been mentioning it, but the whole time stone thing with Christine and all the different ways she died, Um. I mean, the, this being the catalyst that Strange loses his heart instead of his hands, I did think it was interesting to Will's point of, like, yes, he still fights Dormammu with losing Christine instead of his hands. That was interesting to me. I don't know if he would go on the exact same journey if he hadn't, you know, if he lost Christine rather than losing his hands. But also, this is a different universe, so who knows. Um, But I guess he did. Um, So, I guess, any other thoughts from this, like, first part of the episode? I think the one thing that I always gotta remind myself is like with any of these what if episodes, you gotta like take it like give it the benefit of the doubt of okay, it's like a multiverse thing. You could these may not be the exact same characters as we know it. Mm-hmm. So there's always that slight difference. So it's like, oh, I don't think you would have done this. Okay, gotta give it the benefit of the doubt for this what if scenario. Right. But like I mean, there were I'm not even gonna lie, I, it's just the whole nature of all these what if episodes. There's just moments where I'm just like this really does seem a little out of pocket, like, all of a sudden now, like, because, like, I get it, he was grieving and shit like that, but this was, like, a hardcore, like, 180, because, like, I would get it if he, like, was going through the shit and didn't, like, he made a deal with Dormammu, and then that's when it all started, Yeah. but, like, he went through the whole battle with Dormammu, and he noticed the repercussions of all this shit, and he still was, like, Nah, I gotta get that pussy still. That's like, what right zero here. pussy like, does to a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But like, honestly, like, think about it. Like, he went through, like, the whole battle of Dormammu, and from what we know with, like, in the movie, he knows, like, his stuff is, like, precious. Like, this was all his lesson. 
But at the end of the day, he went through it and he's just like, nah. Bro, so was Not only that, but he then spent centuries, literal centuries, working toward this goal. And never at any point did he say, you know, I've got no overleaving her. You know, like hundreds of years is enough time to to weather the loss of someone, no matter how bad the grief is. Remember, kids, time does not heal all wounds. Nope. <laughs> not in this universe. Um, so, yeah, we get... Very clearly not in this universe. Remember, kids, uh, what, if you lose your girlfriend, you I have may. to suck the life you out of 400 s- creatures, yeah. including a fucking tentacle monster, all the way down to a garden gnome. Yeah. And <laughs> then... looked like it came out of the first episode. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. The Cthulhu monster was from episode one. Yes, we mentioned... Uh, which Josh didn't know, when we talked about episode one, Gabe, JJ, and I <laughs> gave us on drugs from Wisdom Teeth, and we were ta- we mentioned that the tentacle monster was Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, man. Spazed my memory. <laughs> <laughs> that I've had regarding the, the time travel and stuff, is I did like their explanation of this being like a point in time that could be changed. Yes. Because in order to change the point in time, like, in order to even get that power to go back in time, this moment had to happen. So that creates a time paradox, which makes sense, because this is the moment that inspired him to become uh, a sorcerer. Right. I, the one thing that they didn't do so well in this episode is explain why making that point in time destroys the universe. I get it creates a paradox, I, and, like, that makes sense to me, but, like, why does a paradox just instantly destroy the universe? Yeah, that is... I thought it was because he would have never fought Dormammu, so and then Dormammu would have swallowed. Yeah, but then... See, that wasn't clear to me, and, like, even thinking back, that seems like a reasonable explanation, Mm -hmm. but, like, that doesn't seem like an explanation that they pointed towards, necessarily. No, because they pointed... Yeah, because they, you guys are right, because I think, like, they pointed towards that he defeated Dormammu still, so, like, that wouldn't, that they, they painted it as, like, that was off the table. But technically, if we're going to go by defeated, he just made a bargain with them. Oh, that, that's like, true. Dormammu was always, Dormammu was just annoyed with them, so it's like if he left. everyone was inspired, so I guess, yeah, Dormammu <laughs> still was just going to do his thing. Right, he's still, Dormammu's yeah. still around, so. Time? Magazine. Uh, so. So messy. Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, so, you know, he he meets this new character, Aben, and then does all the stuff for centuries, as we mentioned, absorbs all these, like, demons and a gnome, and um, then we get the thing with the Ancient One coming, and she ends up, we find out that she splits Strange in this universe into, from the one that turns into Supreme Doctor Strange, the evil one, to a good one that decides not to do the thing with the Time Stone. So, I thought that was an interesting twist. I definitely didn't see it coming until they, like, explained that this is what the Ancient One did in that, like, moment when we saw her earlier try to stop uh, Supreme Strange. So, that, that that was a pretty cool thing to do. Yes. So... Um, and then we get that fight with Good Strange and Supreme Strange, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. I loved, like, seeing, like, the crazy thing that this, the animation did here, um, uh, like, 
I just love Doctor Strange in the MCU that we've seen so far, like Infinity War, seeing all of his powers come full circle, and then here, just the great thing that they can do with animation. Like, we're seeing, really, the full potential of what Doctor Strange can do here. Which also gets me hyped up for Multiverse of Madness. Yes, yes. Very much so. I did like all the connections that they made to the MCU with specific magic that he used before. Yeah. Um, like, even without having mentioned those things, there were a lot of things that I know I had seen him do in the Marvel movies, which was cool. Yeah, it was, and, like, having, like, the protection spell and whatnot that he had to fight his evil self, um, that was, that was a cool little touch, uh, and, yeah, so it was a really cool thing, um, and, uh, you know, then we have, uh, he absorbs himself, his good self, and then you, really, we need to touch on this, because this is a really cool thing, and I think we could, this could lead right into our predictions of what we think from this, but uh, then he, you know, he he exposes like this monstrous version of himself to Christine, bringing her back, uh, and she gets freaked out. And then basically, because of that, the universe starts to get you know inked out and destroyed. Uh, and you have Uatu, the Watcher, coming down and being like, "Hey, you did this. This is these are the consequences of your actions." And Doctor Strange is like, "Well, hey, why, you know." why can't you just do something? And he's like, I cannot interfere and lets the universe be destroyed. And Strange is trapped in this like mirror dimension ball um, for who knows how long, forever, I guess. Um, so your guys' thoughts on this uh, here. Did he not interfere by like even to Doctor Strange? Also, I yeah. feel like that he's just in it all at this point. Like we finally see him connected to one of the things happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I That is interesting, because, yeah, you would say that him talking to Strange, even interacting with someone in a universe, would be uh, interference. I I guess from my predictions, I think from this we can... I, I really think things are going to connect even more within this series. I think that the Watcher will eventually interfere. That seems like a reasonable guess. Because he's always been saying he's not going to interfere, and the only what if we have left to have answered is what if he did interfere? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, Will, you had anything else? No, I, I mean, I just the whole thing was just like with the Watcher. I dug the whole, like, moment where he's kind of just, like, because he's like you're really just a child like tampering with stuff and I, I i do love the line where he's like i'm not a god and neither are you and it's just like it's where you kind of realize it's like all right this is where the watcher's like playing into everything my thing was just like if was the like the thing that actually the most interesting part was was when he first when strange first sensed his presence and the watcher's like either narrating or he's talking to somebody I feel like, like, I wasn't sure, like, how, like, because he was always done this narrating presence. Right. So I thought it was just, like, a narrating thing going on, but Strange sensed it. But the way he was, like, talking about it, he was, like, I can't interfere unless I want to endanger other universes. So, like, like, I don't know if he was talking to somebody in particular or if he was just kind of, like, doing a narrating thing and it was, like, hinting at, like, okay, Strange could pick up on this. Mm -hmm. But, like, him saying that, I was just, like, oh, okay. So, like, 
the Watcher really can't interfere because otherwise it's not just going to affect this universe. It's going to be other universes. Like, the moment he interferes with one, it's like he's the bridge between them all or some shit. Like, that's how I looked at it, like, by that, like, him saying that. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of cool to see, like, Strange Rose that far up to power to where he was able to not only sense it but interact with the Watcher where he's just like, hey, I've absorbed so much power. I'm practically on a level of, like, a demigod almost. I see you now. But still, there is a major gap between me and you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the, the, it's really, it's really, really cool to see like what the Watcher does here, and really, because we only had seen them previously in Guardians Two as like the cameo with Stan Lee. So, um, it's really cool to see like the Watcher's full potential or close. I mean, not full potential, but like doing more with the Watcher. So, um. Uh, I have a side note related to this ending battle. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? You think that if the um, good Doctor Strange had absorbed Supreme Doctor Strange, um, if he would have gained the powers of the creatures that that Doctor Strange would consume? Ooh, um, that's interesting. I I don't. I I just don't know that the good one necessarily. I don't know, like. I'm wondering if he would have gone that far to like he had the potential to he had obviously had would have had the ability to do that. I don't know if he would have gone that far from what. I don't think he would have been able to because he didn't have the knowledge to. Oh, that's true. Because that, that strange didn't like learn it. So like, my thing was like this was a battle. You knew like the dark strange was gonna win because like one the power difference and two, good strange did not have any of the knowledge to put down evil strange. Like what maybe kill him. But then even then, like, then you have a nerfed Doctor Strange because they highlighted that he was not even at full power because he was divided. So then yeah, you're, you're just creating another, like, whole spinoff. So this whole story from the very beginning, you could tell it was destined for just the shit's going wrong, everything hit the fan, the world's on fire, bad shit's happening. Well, plus Strange Supreme had centuries to gather knowledge while we're talking about regular Strange... It was like mere Moments. hours at yeah. max. Yeah, right. and that's what. Like, oh, because they did say that like he used the time stone like to like prevent himself from aging, but then like at the same time, then it's just like why was that time different than you know Good Strange's timeline? Like why was his not moving forward? It's just, it's a what if not meant around it, but. Yeah, it is interesting to think about. There's a lot to think about with this episode, I think, and maybe that's why I I definitely like it. I, I think it raises a lot of interesting questions. So, To answer your question, Will, I think that... Uh, I mean, I haven't seen chronological order of events. I believe at the point that he was using his own time um, like to prevent himself from aging, that uh, the ancient one had already split the timelines. Beyond that, though, even it seems like um, using the time stone, Doctor Strange has the power to just um, manipulate the time of specific objects. Like when he was first playing with it, he was just um, doing things with the apple. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, though, because he may have been manipulating all the time there, but I think that's a possibility that he can direct it for specific things. Mm-hmm. I got you. 
Yeah, I that's a good answer for sure. Definitely, I like I like the callback to Doctor Strange with the apple, like them showing certain scenes from the movie, but like yada yadding it. Um, like I think this is one time where the yada yadding, like I, I enjoyed that they did that because I didn't need to see the, those specific events from Doctor Strange again. So, um, all right, do we have any predictions for? next week in episode five how many episodes are left in the series are I, they doing six i think they're doing nine apparently i believe next week supposedly the scenario is uh party thor from what i've heard and thor is getting instead of ending up in new mexico i think he odin banishes him to las vegas and he becomes like a part a party version of thor and something happens with the universe like because he's not like because Thor is in a different, like... So it's canon that Party Thor meets Guy Fieri. <laughs> Brother Fieri. <laughs> Thor's an ATO. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Love and respect, Thor. <laughs> uh, big prediction. Uh, Evil Strange is going to make a return. I agree with that. I think there's been stuff that they've been teasing that there's some sort of, like, multiversal Avengers type thing. But I don't know, so I definitely agree with that. Um, I don't. I don't think they're done with him. Definitely not. We just need a what if episode of Quicksilver never died. Just, oh, that'd be cool. Special. That'd be cool. What if? I mean, if Quicksilver just never died, what if? I mean, like that'd be cool in itself. What if Quicksilver lived but Wanda died somehow? Ooh. Uh, Avengers would lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, that's true. Yeah. Division. What Division? Pietro Vision. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yikes. R.I.P., R.I.P. Oh, man. Marvel's not ready for its first game relationship. <laughs> I don't think some of the audience is ready for that. <laughs> the the yee yee. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That feels like a weird like representation. Like, we got a first game in relationship. What's a machine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like real life. <laughs> Most people will only find love with a machine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything from the rest of you guys, JJ, Josh, Gabe, any other predictions? I think we'll be asking what if about a new scenario. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, going off of what... Uh, will said strange supreme will show up again and i think that he will actually be one of other than like thor i think him and thor are going to be like the two most powerful uh, avengers put together because we know that captain because like they keep showing these ads for like a car right right and in there the watcher is interfering and he's uniting them all to fight against Ultron. And Ultron like, is Vision, I believe. It's yeah, what if Vision and he has, a what if episode if Ultron had like the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, if he had the Infinity Gauntlet and if he got Vision as his body. Yeah. Which great so, because Ultron really is like a formidable foe that was underrepresented Earth. Uh Maybe under yeah underrepresented. Is he gonna be voiced by uh, Robert California again? James Spader. I mean, I think it'd be Paul Bettany because of Vision, but I I I don't want it. I want James Spader back. I love his voice. I want Robert California back as Ultron. (laughs) 
Because, like, at, that'd be awesome. But also, like, yeah, I think the Watcher, like, in the TV spots for the ads, they keep showing him interfering, and it shows Captain Carter and T'Challa. Yeah. And possibly even, well, no, he's dead. But it's, <laughs> I was going to say Iron, uh, the Hydra Stomper. But oh, I was like, yeah. no, Steve's probably dead. Yeah. But we'll take uh, Captain Carter, and you have T'Challa Star-Lord, and you have... Uh, Du- Strange, du- Supreme. Strange Supreme, and then you have Party Thor, and I'm like, yeah, he, they're going to be like the two strongest people on that team because Captain Carter has a super soldier serum, but also like not a god. Yeah, and then you have T'Challa Star Lord, which great has guns, but not a god. Yeah, can you imagine if they brought Thanos in that? <laughs> the the like, Ravager what? Thanos. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ravager Thanos. Ravager yeah, Thanos be, be like, regular. Thanos. Look at like T'Challa. like, you should have just let me snap. <laughs> Genocide's so much easier than this. Yeah, it's random. <laughs> hey, it's random. It still sounds like genocide. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's random. <laughs> well, well, when you put it like that, it's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, damn, bro. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I think um, so. That nobody else has anything about that. Only other thing, we'll be back next week with What If. Shang-Chi has uh, come out. A bunch of us, quite a few of us, are going to see it tomorrow night. Um, And we will be back in a week to talk about Shang-Chi as well. Do our review of that separately from the What If episode. So do you guys have any, like, thoughts about upcoming uh, Shang-Chi before we all see it? Um, We know that certain things are confirmed. Abomination and Wan are showing up. um, And... uh, it has gotten some really good reviews. Critic score is a 92%, and audience score is a 98 or 99%. So, and that's from Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yes, Rotten Tomatoes, yep. So, it's really freaking good. It, I, I I think it's going to be on the same level as Black Panther. Or I about... want to see Trevor Slattery die. Oh, Ben Kinsley's confirmed as Trevor Slattery as I well. I want to see Trevor Slattery die, and I want to see Abomination get his ass kicked. Or kick Wong's ass. I don't want a tie. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Shang-Chi interfering. I want one of them to beat the other. And I lied when I said I want to see Wong win because I want Abomination to whoop that ass. Oh my god. I want Abomination to just... I know he won't die, but I would be okay if Abomination just grabbed him and just juggernaut just ripped him in half. So Wong, you want Wong to be ripped in half but then still show up. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay, <laughs> dude, did you see the uh, theory that in the Spider-Man trailer, when Wong leaves, he was going to Shang-Chi, like he was going to that battle? I think, I think he would have been. been. Funny. I think he would have been. But. Yo, I just want interaction with Shang-Chi in the post-credits scenes and Spider-Man, like they did with the comics. Like, hint at, like, Shang-Chi was the one that taught him the ways of the spider. Like, or at least just some way to, like, as a callback to that. I don't know how they would play it up, but that would be pretty fucking dope to set the new Spider-Man. I hope yeah. that in the background of the arena, we just see Deadpool standing there watching the fight. That'd be the best way to introduce him. Just don't make it a big deal. It's literally just like he's standing in the corner watching Abomination and Wong fight. Not part of the story. Doesn't even talk in the scene. He's <laughs> just standing there. 
That's it. And he's they just should, they should just do that gradually for every movie. Yeah, but instead of Stan just, Lee cameoing, it's Deadpool. That'd be and great. Like, he's just standing in the background in random scenes doing random things because hey, it's Deadpool. Why not? Or give him a coloring book and he's just drawing the scene. That <laughs> yeah, he's just like listening to music in the background, like doing something, and then just the fight continues. <laughs> Man, I. It's going to be a lot of fun. I Apparently, there oh, are... Yeah. Uh, you could do a buddy cat thing with Deadpool and him and Campbell just coming in and out. Or just some, they're just running in the background. Like, so it, good. It looks like the Batman from the 1966. Yes. They're just running behind, in front of a really shitty green screen. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, there are two post-credit scenes from what I've heard. Um, I don't know what they are because I'm not going to spoil myself, so um, I just know from on Twitter they've just said there's two post-credits, so um, we'll see what they are and we'll see uh, how Shang-Chi is, and they've also said that the real Mandarin in the movie as the villain is really good from what I've heard, so. Um, Dig in the real Mandalore? Ma- Mandarin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mandalore? <laughs> the Mandalorian Din Djarin just shows up with bum 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 Pretty sure you would get a lot of angry fans about that. I don't care. I'd love him. I'd high five the actor. Because right away, everyone would be like, Star Wars and Marvel United. Yeah. So, yeah, this podcast has been a little bit off the rails. So sorry about that. That's just that's what just how this, it's... What if, no, this is our what if the podcast didn't stay on track for more than five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a what-if scenario. What if we had five people for the first and only, probably only time ever on the podcast? Because I probably am not going to want more than four people ever again. So, um, so we'll just, we'll figure out next week, and uh, we'll figure out when to do What If and Shang-Chi at separate times. So, we will see you guys next time on Tribe of Nerds.